0: Hi everyone, I'm Felash show the founder of Felash Diyosho Global Ministries. Thank you for being part of this today. My prayer for you is that the world of God that is meant for you will not miss you today in the name of Jesus, neither will you miss that which is meant for you in the name of Jesus. You're going to live a meaningful life. You're going to live an impactful life. You're going to live a faithful life. That's when you will stand before your Maker on the last day. He will say to you, Welcome, you good and faithful servant, in the name of Jesus. If you're missing it in any way, the power of the Lord will come through to you and will show you and will put your faith on the right path and spot in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Woo woo woo! I can't wait to go right into the world. I have been doing a series called Purpose versus Passion and it's been so explosive. This one is going to be the part four of this purpose versus passion. But the subtopic is going to be the conflicts of purpose versus passion. If you miss one to three, please just check through or make your request. You will get it so that you can fully understand it. God previously have explained passion and purpose, and the fact that they are both identical twins. Passion is your, is a strong emotion, this determination to get something done. You love something. You, 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 I mean, you just want to be around a particular thing you love. The environment, and uh, you're just born there on the inside of you to do it. Yes, it is great and purpose is the reason why you were born. God gave us passion to do good things to do great things and there's nothing wrong with that but a purpose is superior to passion in the sense that people have found out over the years that what they used to be passionate about isn't actually the proper assignment that god wanted them to actually do and last uh, episode was on Apostle paul and looked critically at his life of how he was passionate about judaism and it was killing christians and now later it got to know that god was calling him to preach to the jews so a little bit different from what it was concentrating on your passion your determination those strong emotions it's supposed to help you to fulfill your purpose Passion is not the main thing for you. And in the second episode, I spoke about Dr. Bill Weston, how he was able to balance it. And today we are going to look at it. Listen, conflict of purpose and passion is what we are going to be looking at today. And we are still take this from the story of uh, Apostle Paul. Listen, when you understand your purpose and the role the passion is supposed to play, you don't get stuck just in passion. Do you know that you? understanding this will help you to prioritize your life like you helped uh, doctor been resting understanding his purpose helped him to know okay my passion is to help my purpose is the strength is the emotion is the attraction is the um restlessness that i have towards my purpose to get it done now if you're not passionate i mean we are multi-dimensional like i said sometimes somebody's passionate about a lot of things dr Brewster was passionate about aviation it was it was it was passionate about business but later when god came god was saying "No, i wanted to do uh preaching i wanted to be a preacher and he had to dedicate his 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 life onto that for years because he was obedient and now he, he was able to channel his passion towards fulfillment of his purpose somewhere along the line i mean now he had the opportunity to express himself as a multi dimensional being in that same area of aviation and in that same area of business. But his major concentration is purpose, and that is what it's all about. It is important that you know that your passion is supposed to help you push through your purpose and to be faithful with it. And like we are going to be looking at today. The fact that there is always this conflict between your purpose and your passion. If you are not wise, if you are not careful, you could miss God. You could miss your purpose and think you were doing God the favor without knowing that you're just wasting a whole lot of time doing what you're not supposed to be doing. So quickly, we are going to go into that. If I'm unable to finish the scriptures, I'll just rule them out so that you can do your own personal Bible study. I want you to first and foremost know And agree that listen, the struggle, the conflict between passion and purpose is real. Many times we fall into certain things because we never agreed. We never admitted that those things were real. We lived in denial until it became our greatest undoing. I pray that that will not be your passion in the name of Jesus. And that's why this is coming to you. Just take your time. Now, Apostle Paul knew that god is not calling him to reach out to the gentiles as against his undying love his great passion for his jewish people god says paul now you're going to to minister to the gentiles wow did paul just let go like that no he did not just let go that passion he had for the jews he just didn't let go like that there was this constant conflict. There was this constant struggle, and I think we all go through that. Because, like I said, we are multi-dimensional, but we must know that there is a particular dimension that is one thing that must take the major place and must play the major role in your life, and that's your purpose. So, once you look at this, when you understand that this is real, when you see it in the life of a person, brother, you will know, oh, this is real. Then, when you admit and you understand it is real, then you can now. Trust the Holy Spirit to help you balance this up so that you do not get derailed and get stuck in passion. I, I'm reading. I, I'm going to be reading out of scriptures. We're going to be seeing at different points how purpose conflicted with passion in the life of Apostle Paul. I'm starting my reading from Acts chapter 13 from verse 2 to 3. It says, What they were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Separate now for me Barnabas and Saul, for the work to which I've called them. Three, then after fasting and praying, they put their hands on them and sent them away. Now, in verse five, when they arrived at Salamis, they preached the word of God concerning the attainment through Christ of salvation in the kingdom of God in the synagogues of the Jews. And they had John Mark as an attendant to assist them on this first missionary journey. When they got to where the Holy Spirit was sending them to, Paul and his partner went to the synagogue of the jews to preach why you were sent to the Gentiles. i mean yes that is not i mean the jewish people are your people love them and all that but you don't give all your attention to them anymore because that's not your place of primary assignment anymore i'm doing verse 45 well here is apostle paul still drawn to his passion verse 45 but when the jews sought the crowds filled with envy and jealousy they contradicted what was said by paul and talked abusively reviling and slandering him they caused a whole lot of trouble for him a whole lot of trouble for him because i mean he was spending too much time where he wasn't supposed to be spending too much time and when god sent him to the gentiles obviously god knew that if you go to the jews you're going to have a whole lot of trouble you will not make as much soft as you have made today all right. now in verse 46, after they have inserted in verse 45, in verse 46, and Paul and Barnabas spoke out plainly and boldly, saying it was necessary that God's message concerning salvation through Christ should be spoken to you first, but since you trust it from you, you pass this judgment on yourselves, that your wording of eternal life and out of your own mouth you will be judged. Now behold return to the Gentiles, the Ethan. You were supposed to go to the Gentiles originally. If you were going to ex, uh, expound your energy, you were supposed to be first with the uh, Gentiles. Those were your primary assignment. It is true, very true that God wanted the Jews to hear. But God is saying, hey, I'm sending you to the Gentiles. So can you please face your destination? In verse 48 of the same act you no, know, I want the Gentiles had this they rejoiced and glorified first god and thing and gave thanks for the word of god and as many were destined appointed and ordained to eternal life believed have there to trusted in and relied on jesus as the christ and their savior the same message from paul that the the, the jews attacked him for insulted tell them about when the right people he was sent to or had had They began to rejoice when purpose finds obedience, miracle happens, things happen. Acts chapter 14, verse 1 to 2. Now at Iconium, Paul and Barnabas went into the Jewish synagogue again together and spoke with such power that a great number of both Jews and Greeks believed. Now you will say, Oh, but they believed, yes, he had some success with the Jewish clan but that cannot be compared to the massive success it had over the Gentiles. sometimes we get lost in the place of oh but i I am doing something and i'm succeeding at it because we succeed at it at a particular time we can miss god and think about i'm succeeding at this then it's god it's not necessarily god it's not necessarily god you must pay full attention to where you're supposed to pay I mean, pay full attention. Apostle Paul has not learned his lesson straight again to the Jews. Now, some of them accepted him, and the some Greeks also, but the unbelieving Jews who rejected their message, aroused the Gentiles and embittered their minds against the brethren. The other Jewish people that didn't believe in what he was saying now went to arouse the Jewish people. I wish that Paul had paid attention. He and and Barnabas, how wish they have paid attention to the Gentiles. They will have gotten far better results than, than going to, you know, curry trouble with these Jewish people. That's not that. Like I said, there are a lot of them. Let me do verse 4 to 6, Act 14. But the residents of the town were divided, some siding with the Jews and some with the apostles. When there was an attempt, both on the part of the Gentiles and the Jews, together with their rulers, to insult and abuse and molest Paul and Barnabas and to stone them, they, aware of the situation, made their escape by Tolistra and Dab, cities of Lyconia and the neighboring districts. The Gentiles that, that, that were received them. Because, you know, the fact that a Jewish man is even speaking and relating and wanting a very close, intimacy relationship, a great, you know, ability and opportunity to communicate with Gentiles in their days was something of honour. That alone goes a long way in helping the Gentiles to accept what they have to offer, but what... Paul and Barnabas kept, you know, going back first to the Jews. Instead of first to the Gentiles, it was first to the Jews. The struggle between purpose and passion is real. We must be very careful now. Act 17. I mean, this is very interesting. In Act 17, I'll do verse 1 to 2. Now, after Paul and Silas... This is another person now with Paul. After Paul and Silas had passed through Amphipolis and Apolia, they came to Thessalonica where there was a synagogue of the Jews. Always attracted to passion. And Paul entered as he usually did, and for three Sabbaths he he reasoned and hacked with them from the scriptures. He went into three Saturdays. That was when the Three Saturdays, he was there hugging with the secondary assignment, giving so much attention to the people he was not originally called to. This is a daily struggle. You know, it's like God is asking a man to go into agriculture, but growing up, like I said, in the last episode, a lot of things do influence passion dr Ben weston's passion was influenced by the environment where he lived in Tuskegee, alabama in the midst of a lot of hair men and so he wanted to wanted to be a hair man as well and so he had to join the efforts and blah 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 it happens a lot of things do influence passion so a man grew up in an environment where he, he, i mean a lot of people around him the influences over his life where education is and so he wanted to run a school but going to say hey bro i want you to do education oh woman i want you sorry excuse me he wanted education but god is said i want you to go and do agriculture woman i want you to go into agriculture and we struggle then eventually he or she got to know that this is exactly what i want me to do and what god intends me to do is to go into agriculture now if he or she does not know how to manage things it will stay more with education than agriculture you might succeed very well with education because you have a lot of mentors around you helping you and guiding you all through the way but that you succeeded at it does not mean that it's a success with god god's parameter is obedience to whatever i ask you to do and faithfulness without obedience not if god is not impressed in just because we have succeeded and so you overlook your disobedience no that's not the way there is nothing any man on earth can achieve that can Impress God like that, like I made God to let go of His principle of who He is, just because He made an achievement. What, 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 what can you possibly achieve that could, you know, get God, God off the track? That's not possible. And so we must be mindful of what God feels. We must be mindful of what God desires and what God wants over everything that we do. So in Acts chapter seventeen. Paul went again to the Jews. Three weeks he was there. Three Saturdays hugging with them. And what happened? Of course, they caused him plenty pain again. Because he was not, I mean, that was not his primary assignment. But he had this burning desire for the Jewish people, which is like bad thing. You know what he, I mean, he knew the plan of God for them. He saw the way they were responding, that their response to the plan of God for their life. Was far from God's intention, but hey, Paul, God, has sent other people like Peter to the Jews. He knew what he was doing. Can you just trust that the Holy Spirit will help you and help me on daily basis to to put our body under subjection? To so say, passion. You know what you're supposed to help me achieve my purpose. I am not supposed to primarily say yes to you when i say yes to purpose you come along and along the line if the lord permits you after you have succeeded so well in your agriculture if you are the person called into the agricultural thing and you've you, you've won a lot of awards i mean now you you known in the community you're known in the nation when it's time for you to know, okay i may have succeeded so well god can i go and do the school and if god says yes you will discover that you will run the school with ease because now you're not going to be starting like all the starter from nowhere now you god has helped you you the people authority that you will need to get the land get the permission you already know them so when you walk up to them and say i want to start a school just before you say jack they they give you all the things that you need then you will discover that it's much easier in obedience it is much easier in obedience That in disobedience, what is this saying to you, saying to you and her that there is a purpose of God for your love and that must be your permanent and your primary pursuit? Passion is to help you push through purpose and to go through the process of purpose and to make fantastic progress of your purpose. So, if you, if yes, like I said, we are multi dimensional, over time, I should play your primary assignment. You then go to God and say, God, you know what? I still want God that has not left you because it's always there. If you are passionate about something, it's always there, it's always there, it's always calling on you. You just want to be in that environment of your passion. It's there if it's a good thing, God himself put it there. But God is saying, I still want you to exercise control, even though you're multi dimensional. There is a dimension, there is a particular thing that must. Be superior to all other dimensions, and that's your purpose. And wants you to pay attention to this. I'm going to continue from act 17 in my next episode. This is teaching. I cannot rush it. I must take my time to get this message across. Thank you and God bless you to reach out to us. The email address is FO Ministries 2020 at gmail.com. The phone number is 81 391 Plus two three four. If you're calling from outside the country, thank you to that come your way. Really soon, I am for last today or so. Keep pursuing your purpose.